Have you decided to get yourself a shot of Novavax vaccine? Now, Novavax is a, a great vaccine. It's cheaper, easier to transport around than the mRNA shots that most of us have, by the way. I got one of each. I got I got AstraZeneca, and then like a week later, they said that was not preferred. That was a fun time earlier in the pandemic. Then I got some Pfizer, and then I got some Moderna. So I'm I'm you know I'm I'm getting everything. Now there's a lot of people though who, and I did not realize this, have been waiting just to get their hands on the Novavax vaccine because it is not an mRNA shot. Instead, it's made with protein, and there's some people who say, I don't, I don't trust mRNA. In other words, I'm, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to wait for Novavax. Now, now it, is this a Trojan horse for unscientific anti-vaccine views? Well, my next guest says that is precisely what it could be. Timothy Caulfield is Canada Research Chair in Health and Law Policy at the University of Alberta, who specializes in misinformation. Tim, always great to talk to you. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me on. Are you concerned about Novavax and the people who are out there saying, well, this is the, this is the only one to get because the other ones, are, they're problematic? I, I am a, a, a little bit. But, but first, let's, let's talk big picture because, of course, the, the goal, the big goal is to get people vaccinated and for people to feel, to feel comfortable about that decision. So that is the, you know, the big picture goal that we need to embrace but but I, I am worried about the messaging, you know, so around around this vaccine, sort of how it's being framed as as traditional, as you know, old school technology, tried and true. You know, I even went to the, the company website, and that's exactly how how they frame it, how they kind of market this, you know, the technology you can you can trust. And the concern, of course, here is that that kind of legitimizes um in a not so subtle way, the the misinformation about the mRNA vaccines, right? You know that that it's experimental, that it's uh, that it was rushed through the approval process, that it isn't a real vaccine, all that kind of stuff. And and so I am I am worried about that. And you know, going forward, going forward, we want to make sure that we continue to build trust in in all of these these vaccines that have been proven safe and effective. In terms of, of going forward, uh, and that is uh, such a big concern. Uh, there's a lot of people who say, you know, look, we're not we're not near done this yet. Uh, we have a way to, ways to go. And if we undermine trust of mRNA, what does that do? Yeah, I think this is a really excellent point because, um, you know, right now we're kind of at an interesting place with the pandemic, right? You know, there are, you're starting to see complacency, you know, more than just complacency creep in, you know, surveys tell us that most Canadians view it as being done, you know, it's over. Uh, you see that kind of messaging coming from from governments and, and some officials that, you know, it is kind of done. And even in the United States, Fauci's quote, you know, was misquoted. I think it's very important to say you know, he was misquoted saying the pandemic in the United States is over. So it isn't going to take much. And again, we have research to back this up, you know, to to dissuade people from getting the back, you know, the vaccine, right? To to sort of build on that complacency that is that's already there. So this may seem like a little thing. This may seem like a niche niche issue. It's not, right? We really do need to make sure that we have you know accurate messaging about these about these vaccines going forward. But you mentioned that this comes from Novavax itself. This is not some 
to quote the prime minister, tinfoil hat wearing types who are spreading this in this this sort of, as you say, not so subtle. Uh, would you call it misinformation about mRNA versus the protein based? So what well, do we you know, do it, it's that? interesting because I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call that messaging misinformation. You know what you're hearing, uh, you know, the companies say, um, you know, it more it's it's kind of leveraging the misinformation in order to market their product. Right. You know, they, they know that there's concern out there about the MNRA. And, and we, we know from research that 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 concern is built largely on on misinformation. If you look at, you know, you ask people, why are you concerned about about the, this drug? I mean, the, these vaccines that they respond by repeating misinformation that the anti-vax community has pushed. So this company is kind of leveraging that fear, that concern in order to push their products. And the other thing you're, you're even seeing it a little bit from public health officials, right? Saying, well, you're, you have concern about this vaccine. Here's here's one that's built, you know, on a more traditional uh, platform. And look, I totally get it. You know, as I said off the top, the goal is to get people vaccinated. The goal is to have people feel comfortable with the vaccine. But is this, you know, long term going to sort of allow allow the misinformation about the um, about the mRNA vaccines to take root and and be more difficult to dispel in the future? It's uh, fascinating stuff, uh, Tim. Always great talking to you. Appreciate your time again. Thanks for having me on. That's uh, Timothy Caulfield, Canada's research chair in health law and policy, based at the University of Alberta. And, of course, Tim uh, does a lot of work with misinformation. Interesting to think about Novavax in those terms. I had not really contemplated that.